What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 282. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, Merch Shop, Car Crash, John McAfee Fights, Bill Cosby, The Drug War, TikTok, Weed, Trans Stuff, Space Race, Rachel Nichols, Code of the Friend, JT Workers, and a bunch of shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Um, here again in the hot fucking summer months that I hate being alive for. I don't know, but I get to work inside, so it's been I nice. Do too. I mean, it's it can be way worse. Don't get me wrong. I'm not standing in front of a hot ass fucking oven no more either. Yeah, but true. those moments that I drive from one building to another in the heat, and I'm like. Fuck, I wish my air conditioner was instantly cold. But of course it's not because it's been sitting out in a fucking parking lot with no shade for three hours. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just always um, it's yeah, miserable. Getting in that car like takes your breath away. Yeah, it sucks. Um, all right. Uh, we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcastmo. You can go there, uh, sign up, pay a dollar more a month, and you will get early access to the podcast. You pay a little more than that, you'll get your name shouted out like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall the Dharma Initiative, Bear, it's your boy h2.com and jackie daytona um our co-producers uh keeping us going they are what i call the pentagon at the moment hell yeah and uh we also have a merch shop shop.spreadshirt.com um i need to get me a new shirt as well from there but i am lazy and forget but um i advise everyone do it yeah Yeah, there you go um you got anything that happened this week anything fun exciting news yeah, uh, so my wife goes out to drop uh, the middle daughter out at um, her other parents. Right. Out in a little town called Francis, Oklahoma. This motherfucker takes a turn too wide, comes in my wife's lane, fucking scrapes the whole side of her fucking car from the front bumper all the way back to the back door panel. Okay, they barely stopped. My wife gets out. She had already stopped and started honking her horn. She seen them coming. They was all looking up. Off this burnt down house. Wasn't even paying attention. She calls the cops. They refused to come. It's crazy. So they said, or is anybody hurt? And they're like, no. Well, y'all exchange information and go about y'all's day. Well, here lies the problem. We call the insurance place, you know, file a report. Uh, Guess what? They don't answer their phone call when the insurance place calls them. And they're not going to. Right. So now we're trying to figure out how we're going to get this fucking fixed because the cops refuse to do their fucking job. Yeah, it's a bullshit. But is all police dispatcher calls not recorded? Every single one. You would think so. I don't know, but you would think so. Well, they should have that on file or at least a timestamp that fucking she called at this time right. on this day. I mean, hopefully y'all can do something i mean because i mean there was a witness we got a witness statement i remember when covid first happened you know in the corny shit this was how it all was handled unless there was someone's injured that's what everyone's saying i remember thinking like but what the insurance our company's- insurance company is going to be cool with that no like that's the whole thing no <laughs> they're not because uh i'm pretty sure the person that was driving didn't even get out of the car the person on the passenger side and the windows are so dark and uh it just looked like a fucking meth head on a driver's license. I ain't even gonna lie about it. I'm stereotyping. Right. In that part of town, I'm probably... Stereotypes exist for I'm probably uh, pretty accurate on this. Yeah. Looking where they live. And yeah. 
And uh, yeah, they're not going to call back. They think they're going to get away with it. Dude was probably drunk driving. Right. Pretty fucking positive of it. So yeah, that's that sucks. sucks well, we sure. got a witness statement. We'll see if that does anything. Right. right. Had to go back out and get that. Uh, well, yeah. And you, so you have a month, you said, until they figure that out? Well, uh, the, they said that they will attempt to contact these people that hit her once a day for a month, and then they'll send a letter. So but if nothing take. happens, we're just screwed. Yeah, it's some bullshit for sure. Um, well, one thing I don't want to let die has nothing to do with that shit is that John McAfee didn't kill himself because, you know, back in the day of Trump, um, the only the Epstein didn't kill himself was a big fucking news story. I think it still should be. I I think it's obvious the motherfucker didn't kill himself. Um, and same with this John McAfee guy. Just no one cares because we're in the time of no one watches the news because Biden's president. And for some reason, that means no one cares about the news. Um, but it's just another example of obviously people sent someone to kill someone. Nobody wants to call the Democrats out. I don't know why. Why? Like all, even all the news stations are all Democratic led from what I can see now. Dude, it's 100 percent. I just watched the news. Something I thought when you're saying the cops, I saw two stories. Uh, one was good and one was like just like oh, fucking news. The one that was good was this girl in Louisville. What, someone watched her just get abducted off her bicycle. Like fucking 40 year old man just grabbed her by her collar and threw her in the vehicle and took off driving people saw it called 911 then followed him eventually the cops got the guy arrested him and shit but it was like holy fuck like you know you hear about that story but i'm like yeah who knows if it really happens but like this was like people just seen it and it was just not like a, the stories you see around here are like look out for mexicans in walmart i'm not saying that's the story but that's what you see on like the fucking rants and raves pages right yeah. it's always mexicans at walmart and they're gonna put uh zip ties on your windshield wiper or fucking some crazy shit right um and this was just like a normal i think probably just pedophile old man i don't know he's like a, they say he was a 41 year old man that just uh grabbed this girl and threw it in there and it was like it's nuts and then it said like every cop in the whole town you know was on it like 14 of them <laughs> uh like flocked in got this guy or whatever Ma- but that was it was nuts it was i'm nuts. at the point where if you produce video evidence of an atrocity happening, like someone getting a fucking brakes beat off of them, like, you know, getting injury, like, beyond measure, and you're just sitting there videoing it, you should be charged. I disagree. Uh, the woman that done the film George Floyd, if she didn't, that cop wouldn't have gotten went to jail. Without the video evidence and the whole world seeing that that guy just sat there, didn't give a fuck with a knee on his neck, what's that girl going to do? Beat the cop up? I mean, there's a lot of what? scenarios in which someone filming something well, is for the benefit. the cop got charged. That's what I'm saying. Someone got charged out of it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, but- no, I'm talking about these people are just sitting there watching these travesties having and like, don't jump in or nothing. It, depend- no, if, it depends if they're in a situation they could do anything. I, I don't know. Like, what's a little fucker going to do when some crazy motherfucker is beating someone's ass? I just don't. They're gonna get their ass beat too. I don't see how Small that helps. Small hesitations, anyone. look away. You can like, you can get over on them. You can break their concentration. If you're not trained to fight, and you're not a fighter, and you're a girl in this scenario, my just random thing. Like, if you're just a person, and we'll say in general, and you're not a fighter, and you see someone beating the shit out of someone, I think your best thing to do is get the evidence. I don't see how what you're you're gonna jump up and get your ass beat too. I don't. I don't know. Probably. I think some of these scenarios, people are like on PCP. I ain't fucking set for anybody on PCP. Fuck that. You, y'all, I don't know. I'm going to go wait, Can you not video and call at the same time? They're calling and just watching this shit happen. And most time the video, they just post it online rather than turn it in. I mean, if you're talking about like high school kid fights, then 
I mean, yes, I agree. But then again, when I was in school, just like anyone that's ever been in fucking school, everyone circled around and watched people fight and act like that didn't happen 20 years ago. It's just stupid to be like kids nowadays just watch fights. It's like, you know what? We all watch fights. They go fight, fight, fight. And you'd all run out there and you'd all watch the fight. Now, the difference is, yes, people film it to live on eternity. And that's well, horrible. Another but- difference, too. You're watching three or four fucking kids beating on one versus one a circle with one on one. I think that happened then too. I don't uh, think this is not a new my thing. circles. They got pulled out and got their ass beat. I'm sure in some times that did happen. Um, I mean, I do think things that happen in these cities where jump people are horrible, but I just think that like all oh, these kids are damn like people are always pretty shitty. I uh, think. I don't know. We have a one on one. Yeah, everybody would circle up, watch it. Fucking get your ass beat. Both of them walked away. Right? I mean, I've seen many of fights that were quote unquote one on one, and as soon as the cool kid or the one with more friends started getting his ass beat, all of a sudden people jumped in and broke it up. Like. Yes, sure, it's one-on-one, but it was also like people were protected because their friends were there. So, I don't know. I never felt like Like, was-, was they already got beat beyond? I mean, was there any point in still beating on them? Uh, I mean, there's. I yeah, can think of a couple I mean? different ways. I mean, I think sometimes people can just tell when someone's going to get their ass beat. And they're like, all right, let's I mean, break if someone's sitting there not fighting back, back, it's just like UFC at that point. Stop. It depends if they ask for it. I have one memory in my mind where a kid called one of my good friends growing up with the N-word a bunch of times in a very racist, hateful way. And my friend was like, all right, we're fighting after this dance. And he got all excited. And we listened to Bone Crushers. I ain't never scared on the way to fight. And he beat the shit out of this kid. And then everyone tried to jump in and they were like, break it up. And I was like, and he wasn't done. And he kind of got mad the fight was broke up. And now, yes, he beat the shit out of the kid. But the kid for like hours was taunting him. And like, I think he deserved maybe getting his ass beat a little longer for taunting my friend for hours, you know? So like, who are these people yeah, to break true. up that fight? You know, it's yeah, like, true. I don't know. So it depends on your perspective, just like anything. Um, but anyway, John McAfee didn't kill himself. So somehow we got there from that. Um, well, I, I guess my, my take on that, I was watching somebody about somebody, their car broke down on a railroad track and there's like a plethora of people just standing around watching this lady's car be stuck on the track, just trying to watch this little bitty girl try to push her car over the track. And finally, three work dudes, you know, the train conductor, I think, finally got the train stop, and they had to get out and help fucking push this car while there's like 20 fucking people standing there. That shit irritates. Could they easily get to it? All of a sudden, I, From I, I, my understanding of right. reading, yes, you could have jumped out and helped that fucking lady push the fucking car over. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Just shit like that just irritates me. You're, people are sitting around there watching, videoing. Well, I think there's like scientific, uh, quote unquote, evidence. Like there's studies about these things where it is very rare for someone to be a hero in those moments. If you are in a group of, pe- of spectators, you become a spectator. It's just something in the side. Like it takes a special person. Like there was that football player that, you know, got the woman out of the car, saved someone from a car accident, right? Before a car blew up a few years ago. And I remember when that happened, all this stuff came out about how like that was so rare because like people would always say like yeah I would do that but when the shit situation happens you just see people all the time just yeah you just don't you're just like let's watch what like I don't you just go in a spectator man. I don't know that's upsetting to me though because I've seen something like that I would jump out at least try to get the fucking kids that was in the car out right and I think probably if you're a parent you're more likely to and if it's your kids I'm sure you're definitely most likely you know you're not going to be a I spectator I would try to mode. push that fucking car by my goddamn self or at least try to tell them to get the fuck out of there right you know something I wouldn't have stood there. See, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I don't know if I would do that. I've I have seen a car get hit by a train before. It was fucking even as a kid, and I was like, oh shit, it was crazy. Um, and the woman, you know, went to the hospital and shit. It was a friend of not a friend, a kid I knew's mom. Um, something that happened like the day we recorded last time, but we missed it because we got to bring it up. Was Bill Cosby got released? 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had people on this podcast and friends on the internet that have held his innocence the whole time. You know, they think this is all to bring down a rich, good black man and, and that's the view. Like, I don't know. I think I look at the evidence myself. Um, now, just people that don't know the reason he got released, because people act like it's some shady shit. Um, when he, you know, there were criminal charges. Not, re- I mean, there weren't criminal charges. There were just civil suits. Like, you know, was that five years ago or some shit when this all blew up? And uh, he basically made a deal with the DA or the prosecutor, whoever, that said, if I give the testimonies on this civil suit, then you cannot charge me for criminal charges on this testimony. And, uh, they, they agreed to that because, you know, the women wanted just the, I mean, they wanted the money, you know, because it's been years and years. And there's a, like, I, I think it's crazy. It's been years and years. Like, I agree with that side. They're like, how's someone going to say shit after decades? And I also kind of agree with the side. Like, if he did something fucked up, he did something fucked up. I do think there's a gray area here, you know? And I do think it's hard because it was like, most of the stories are we took Quaaludes and then he had sex with me. I don't, I know you, you should never have sex with someone passed out or whatever, right? But if, like, y'all were flirting and there was, like, conversations and intimacies of, like, that's going to happen, then you take drugs, and then, like, you're not sure what happened. I don't know. I feel like that's a gray area as someone who's taken drugs and has been in some shit of, like, I don't know. I feel like I don't ever do. So they woke up and regretted it. Maybe. That's one way to think about it. Um, and then a lot of people would say he used his power to be, like, they, they you know, felt they had to or couldn't say anything because who he was, blah, blah, blah. All the shit. But anyway... The reason he got out was that shit, you know, and uh, so everything's kind of reversed there. And then, you know, everyone loves Bill. Yeah, Cotton. and he walking out and doing his little dances. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah, he was pretty fun. Apparently, he also had a pretty good in prison, too, though. Like, everyone was kind of taking care of him, of course. Like, yeah. why wouldn't they? And, um, and you know how many know. pudding pops he got sent his way? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and he was about to have a comeback right before all this happened. And they said he's going to, or like a comeback tour for stand-up. And they said he's already booking another stand-up tour, like immediately. So he's trying to get out there and make some money. He's a controversial figure, man. People fucking watch it. Right. I kind of like when uh, fucking Joe Exotic gets out here shortly, he's going to do The Bachelor King. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be awesome. So he said, come on, gay or straight. Whoever wins, you get to go on a three-day hunting trip with me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're straight, he'll make you gay. That's how he works. If y'all don't know about Tiger King. Um, he might be the most famous person out of Oklahoma in the last four years right now. Yeah. I mean, in the last four years, we've had big names come out of here, but I mean, right now, it's fucking jokes. I think right now, probably the most... I mean, no one knows he's from Oklahoma, but Bill Hader's from Oklahoma, and he's like a super famous actor, you know? Yeah. So, like... I ain't fucking like Reba's from Oklahoma, and Troy Aikman's from Oklahoma. There's, There's a lot of people, yeah, lot but of people like, but... I don't care about no fucking old ass fucking football player. I don't know. Uh, the thing that's just my, you know, I prefer movies and TV like that shit. I care about. I don't. Yeah. I hear fucking Troy Aikman talking on football, and I'm like, I've hated you since I was a child. <laughs> I saw your last concussion live. I was at the game, and I was like, thank God. Uh, it was not. I don't know why. I just always had Troy Aikman. I liked everyone else. He's always team. had that pretty boy vibe. Like I, don't I guess know. so. That's what it was. Uh, it didn't work with me. Um, more sports shit. Uh. I happen. I think I mentioned on this podcast a few weeks ago. I happened to watch the Olympic trials, and I saw this Shakari Richardson is that her name uh, make the Olympics, and I didn't know anything about her until I watched that, and they done this big story, you know. And I, I mean, my takeaway is probably intensive. I was like, she has these long nails and a kind of quote unquote like ghettoish uh, look to her, right? like the colored hair and the tattoos and the blood big. You just don't see that in the Olympics, and it really stuck out. And then I was like, this bitch just beat everybody. Like this is crazy. And then um, so she won considerably, like by considerably lengths, right? Like, uh, super fast. Actually, in in the one I watched of the trial, she was not winning the whole time. She had a weird thing where like this other girl started out strong, but they kept saying like she just has she runs her race 
And she eventually caught her and beat her. But it wasn't by like, it wasn't like when you say bolt fucking. Uh, I, I, didn't I was think. curious. That's what. It, yeah. Okay. In my opinion from seeing. Now, I only watched the one race. Um, but I did think like, oh, she's a big personality. This will be cool. You know. And then uh, the way the story goes, her mother died. She smoked some pot. And she's in California, I believe, is where she lives. And pot's been legal there for years, you know. And um, she fails. Now, there's a huge conversation about this that. I just think there's two separate conversations. And basically, if everyone's on side, if she shouldn't have smoked weed, they're talking about one argument and everyone that says it should be fine. They're talking about a totally separate argument. And I just think it's dumb that no one can be like, you're right to the other side. Like, yes, as everyone will know, like we fucking smoke during and all, you know, before and all around these episodes. So I'm not against weed at all. Um, and so, yeah, probably should be, shouldn't be banned or whatever. But the reason it's banned in other countries is because of America. We had a war on drugs in which we ran around other countries, paid them money through our lobbyists and shit. They're like, hey, you got to ban this shit as much as we ban it because this is a schedule one drug in America. And we were fucking assholes about it. Canada was always assholes to us about, you know, to America of like, no, it's just not. We we know we're not taking that serious. And that was always a big thing. And then when America back in the day tried to, and this is like the 90s or 2000s, like a long time ago, try to do something to Canada about like, if you will do it or we're going to cut trades. And then Canada said, and y'all aren't getting our water. And apparently Canada gives us a bunch of fucking water. And then we're like, well, never mind. Never mind. So we've been making H2O. other countries make pot illegal forever. You know, we went into Japan and we are the ones that chose the generals that rebuilt their countries just like we did in Afghanistan or all these other. We go in and we put the most militaristic people that are like against drugs to help set policies. And then now we live in this world where like people are like all against weed. Our government that bitched about it and don't do what we want as American people have made these policies. Correct. Um, And then now, yes, most population and states are getting behind like, yeah, weed's cool. We all like weed. And then we get mad when the world's still against it. It's like, it's like that because of like the U.S. government, though. Like, I just think that brief understanding maybe doesn't help anything. But just whole like people blaming fucking the Olympic Committee for it. It's like, it's only like that because the U.S. wanted to make it illegal because the fucking hippies wouldn't vote for Reagan. Like, I don't know. It's, I got, got a few thoughts on this. First of all, all my life I've been told pot slows you down. Pot makes you worthless. Obviously, it didn't slow her fucking ass down. Obviously, it's pretty fucking fast. Well, she's not a big user. It's not like she smokes all the time right. either. She just, yeah. And uh, I'm sure these people, after they win, go out fucking drinking and all that. Yeah. Uh, but you're still going to let this person that disrespected the whole fucking Olympic podium on third place, you're still going to let her compete. And you're not going to let this pothead, who's clearly better just because she don't follow y'all's rules, compete. I, I just think it's pretty fucked up. Right. But at the same time, me being a pothead, me being uh, penalized for pot at different jobs and whatnot, I've had to accept my consequences. And I think she has just the American people complaining. Right. She has had so, a great response. I think. So I think she's owned it and she ain't tripping like me. I wouldn't trip. I get caught. She's going to get so many endorsements. I get caught. <laughs> I, do the, I do the time. Cool. Right. You know, I mean. So, and that's the other side. That's the other argument. Right. And that's what she says. Like, I knew the rules, just like anyone that plays sports or any whatever you, you know, just like anyone in life, you know, the risk if you're doing like a hard drug that's illegal or so like, you know, the risk you're taking. And if you get, you get caught. So to act like 
she didn't know that or to be like, it's unfair now. I'm, I mean, yes, it may be unfair. Maybe it shouldn't be tested for, but for the people to act like, well, fuck that. Who cares? It's like, yeah, but it is a rule. And if someone else pass a drug test when they were asked to pass a drug test maybe they do deserve a spot even if they aren't the fact like i get the other argument but there is some sort of like well here's the rules and you got to do this but their whole argument about weed all my life is it it's not a performance enhancing drug that is it is the opposite of that so for the fact you saying oh she can't run She's a better athlete and you don't like her because she smokes pot. Get the fuck over yourself. What I honestly think about every time I think of pot and performance enhancing is Entourage, one of my all-time favorite shows. Uh, there's this episode where Turtle enters a fight night tournament and they convince him that weed's banned because it's a performance enhancing to play video games on weed so he can't smoke weed while he plays and he like and then he can't fucking play fight night because he's not stoned or whatever. It's super funny. Um, and I'm the same way. When I'm like, I gotta really beat this shit, it's like sick big rip. We're getting into this video game. So I think it can enhance some things, but it does ain't going to fucking enhance running. Thank you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I mean, maybe if you get real scared, you're paranoid someone's behind you. But I think even it's then, funny because, like I said, I haven't seen her act out. She's had the appropriate responses. So all the cr- people are gripping or gripping on her behalf. She ain't doing it. Right. And then let her run, man. People want to make it a race thing. Um you know, maybe it is. I don't fucking know. You know, I don't I don't know who's running these tests and what their goals are. But, you know, they'll point to Michael Phelps, who also got caught, you know, hitting the it was a bomb, but it was a special one. It used to be really popular. It was fucking brands. God damn it. It's a roar or something. There was a certain type of bomb that was real popular when I was in college. And everyone they people have been hundreds of dollars on these things. And I'd be like, y'all are crazy. I go fucking smoke out a goddamn Gatorade bottle. Like, it's nuts. Um, Anyway, and people were like, Michael Phelps still got to. And it's like he got caught like a year before the Olympics. Or like a year and a half before, like not a month before, like it's just caught, a timing thing. Yeah, it's he, just a timing. It's he got not, caught in the off season. I think her ban was what, like four months or something. I think her like, ban's like thirty days, well, and they yeah. were gonna do it so she could maybe do like um, a relay. But now they've come out and said she's not on the the team. I believe last I saw. But I just think it's it's crazy how everything gets so racial and so you know everything is to divide people. You know, and this is gonna slowly lead me into TikTok because I've gotten on TikTok this week. I will say it's super addicting. Their algorithm as far as showing you videos that you're going to like, like within a day is pretty spot on. Like, I mean, they get you pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they can tell like how quickly you go to the next one or like, fuck that or whatever. And so yeah. like, they just get you down. Um, but one thing I've found and I heard someone on Twitter or saw someone, not heard, I've seen it, read it. Uh, they were like, yeah, TikTok's a little too conservative leaning. And I was like, and I think Twitter's a little too liberal. Like, I like Twitter a lot. But I mean, you if you have a political take, it has to be a liberal take or people get pissed. Like, it's weird. It's just a weird thing. And TikTok, I have, they have, for whatever reason, shown me quite a few videos of, like, uh, black Americans being like, listen, I don't blame all white people for stuff. I think they're trying to divide our country. And, like, I don't know, giving, like, real fucking reasonable thoughts of, like, and I'm not saying, like, those are the good black people or whatever. I'm just saying, like, it's cool to see different viewpoints on stuff, you know, where people are, like, at least on TikTok, being like, hey, you know, here's what I think. And, you know, I don't hate anybody you know i was i grew up black in the south and you know i was taught i didn't want people to judge me for the color of my skin so i'm not gonna judge you for your you're like saying real fucking shit that i'm like that makes perfect sense but like if you said that on twitter people would be like whatever you fucking trump lover and you're like what they still haven't let trump go i see those comments every day someone will make a comment it's not even really cited it may be partial leaning one way but all right you fucking trump supporter Get the fuck over it, man. They're just trying to have a difference of opinion. It's not even that far from yours. Right. And uh, I don't know. 
Very good. Also on TikTok, I got addicted to watching. Um, there's this artist named Sad Alex, and she has a song called Itty Bitty Titty Committee. And she has like an open verse version where anybody can like do their little verse after she sings yeah. the hook or whatever. And people just murder this. Like, first off, the beat is just a guitar and her singing, and it's so good. I mean, it's beautiful. It like, was good. He played it before we started. Yeah, and you're like, God damn, this girl's gonna. But then, like, all these, uh, you know, rappers will be like, do a verse. And I've thought about it all day. I'm like, if I could write something good enough, I would. But uh, my wife does not have itty bitty titties, so like I wouldn't be able to lean that way. And then um, I've made a song called Big O Round Titties, so I feel like I've kind of out on it. But like the song's great, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I realized TikTok is all for duets and shit, and I just don't like showing my face. And like maybe I will someday. Maybe I need to make some uh, videos of me singing. Like I have five songs done now for my next album, and I know I need to do more for the like. I think all of them are good, but I probably should make like lyric videos or like me lip syncing to them something that you like post up and people yeah. like to see you but i'm like why won't y'all just listen to the song like, why do you have to see me make a video for it to be like that's marketing like, i don't it's just so fucking stupid i hate it yeah i had done many videos this week man it's man my stomach's been kind of tore up this week and we've just been busy at the dispensary man right like we just had a record month my first you know five weeks there so hell yeah Business is good over there. I'm getting at least all my... The mornings are the slow part. We get most of our business at night because we're the only ones open. Right. And, uh, man, I'm getting three, four new customers every single day. So... Well, I told Skinny to go in there and get some of that um, wedding cake. I don't know if he ever did. Probably didn't. No, we're, we're Skinny hoping. buys shitty weed. That's all I'll say here. In case you listen to this podcast later, uh, for some reason, ever since he's gone to a dispensary... He just buys shitty flour. I don't Skinny, know. Skinny, I got a whole shelf for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't get it. I don't. I'm, I mean, I have bought shitty weed. You know, sometimes you look at it, you're like, it must be good. It's probably good. And you bring it home. You're like, it was it accidental. Wasn't. Right. Accidental. It's almost like exclusive. And now maybe Skinny just brings the shitty weed here and he has the good weed at home. But when he's like, here, I brought you something. I'll look at it. I'm like, I'll save this for when I roll a few joints. You know, it's like joint weed because it's just so dry and brittle and brownish. And I'm like, bro, why'd you buy I this? Mean, some people that look at our cheap shelf and they'll look. And they're like, what do you like up there? I'm like, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't smoke those five strains. Right. I said, I don't smoke those five jars. I said, I have it. I smell it. It gives me heartburn. I said, dry weed gives me heartburn. I said, yes, my wife grabs at me because my taste buds are over here, but I'm not going to lie to you. I said, the customers like this one, this one, and this one. And they go, look at me. I go, you're not going to find a more honest bud tender. I'm not going to tell you something's good when it's not. Right. I'm just not going to. I mean, the cheap shit, sure, if you all rolled number joins with it, maybe get you through a weekend or whatever. But, whoa, it looks rough. It looks rough. Um, oh, and I've, something I've learned about dispensaries is you can't trust smell. In a dispensary. I've bought lots of weed um, where like in the store, it smells great when there's fucking a pound of it and a fucking jug underneath you. You're like, mm, great. But whenever you buy like a quarter and you bring that home and then you go to smell, you're like, this doesn't have a smell. Of course it does. Like it's only a quarter of it. But like then there's other stuff you bring home a quarter like, bro, this shit fucking yeah. stinks. And you're like, yeah, because it's like really good. So I've done a lot more of like looking. I'm like way more into looking. And I hate when they like fan something into my nose. I'm like, can you please fucking stop that no, shit? No, I open it and let them smell at their own discretion. Right. I got one dude that sits there and does this and it makes me laugh every time. Right. Because he always has me showing five jars and every time he's all and it makes me laugh and I know I chuckle. For people that don't know, Snappy's doing like a little uh, wafting up to his nose maneuver. Yeah, so yeah, um, I know we're not videoing, my man. No, you're good. I think I might have done the same thing I said when I was how they, yeah. they whiff the lid at you to like make Yeah, the they like waft you. their hands up into their nose and I'm just like I, I chuckle every fucking time. All right. 
It just, I don't know, it's just going to trick you when you, there's so much. Uh, like all the smells. I'm not trying to trick you. They look at me and I say, well, be honest with you. I took the Bubba Kush, the wedding cake, and a Sunday driver home last weekend. I liked all three. Wedding cake was number one. Sunday driver's pretty fucking good. Yeah. And uh, so there wasn't nothing wrong with Bubba Kush, but it's just not going to compete with wedding cake. Right. I was like, I would smoke it if I didn't have wedding cake, and I'd be happy with it. But when you got a .79 Terp, and then you got a 2.5 over here, and you already know it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I smoke both of them. I mean, right. I mean, the wedding, that's about what I get it from there. It's great. Uh, we're supposed to be uh, that... Grower's supposed to be on lockdown, so we can Hell yeah. get his stuff as long as he keeps his right grow up. All right, more Olympic shit, because uh, I didn't realize I had more Olympic shit here. Is a lo- it's been a little bit of a news story that this New Zealand trans woman is competing in the Olympics, right? So uh, I'm not trying to be offensive to anyone. I just like to have an open dialogue where we can all say whatever without being judged, and we can correct whatever, you know? So anyone listening out there, if you're offended by however I word anyone's pronouns or whatever's, my bad. But... um. So, like, New Zealand, I guess, has made this decision and the Olympic Committee that that's all fine. I don't know if a surgery's happened. If a surgery's happened, I'm a little more willing to be, like, sure, fine, whatever. But even then, I do think there's this argument everyone misses out on or they just ignore it and they're like, who cares? She says she's a woman. She's a woman. But, like, this whole part of, like, well, if you're a man up to a certain age, whether if you identified or not, but if you're biologically that way before an operation or you started taking uh, test estrogen or whatever it is you take, uh, then you have some benefits of like denser bones and like muscle development, like a man and like, you know, just things that like happen to a man's body through puberty has undo with their mental, who they think they are right. just about the physical body. Right. And so like, that's just a part that just science. Right. And then also, and I hate doing this cause everyone hates JK Rowling and JK Rowling. Basically the reason she got hated was she said that she'd felt like the trans movement was a way to take things from women and give to men who want to be women. And it's just another way for them to like, she's so feminist. She was like against men becoming women more or less. Right. Like that's how it's been pitched. And, but like the WNBA exists, for instance, and other, any woman's sports, it doesn't exist. So LeBron can't be in it. It exists. So they could pl- like, no one's, you can be a woman in the NBA. That can happen. Just like right now, no one would be upset if a female that became a man and then was a trans man wanted to compete in a sport no one would have a problem with it. No one. Everyone would be like, yeah, fun. Because just right now, Diana Taurasi could go try it out for the NBA. I think she could probably have made it at certain points. You know, I she would have started. make it on the outside guard at, a, at a, like a Steph Curry shooting threes. Yeah, I mean, she should probably come off the bench or something. Like, she's amazing. She's amazing, right? And so, like, there are, like, the, the women's stuff hell is there to benefit women, to, like, push them up, to assist them, you know, to do all these things because they've been discriminated against you know compared to men for so long things like that and then through this movement it has kind of in my opinion taken what the liberal side used to be pro-woman you know very you know pro-female and shit and being like no that's not important anymore what's important are if a someone born a man decides to become a woman and then they want to join your sport and dominate it like we've seen in uh there's a few different states in the u.s this is happening and then the liberal sort of progressive take is has to be like, yes, and we're for that because they identify and ordinate that surgery. Like, it's just wild to me that how like we can ignore the whole like female right part, yeah. like the females right like, to their fair competition. All of or our life, it's been about female not having equal 
rights and whatnot, right. and equal like they're even the funding for like collegiate sports uh, versus the football versus right now with soccer, soccer, U.S. soccer, big thing. The U.S. soccer women's soccer team wants to be paid as much as the men's because they're more popular and more successful. They get paid less. Now the argument against that is, well, you don't get paid as much in the tournament like you know the men technically can make more money but then the opposite would be like the well, men don't win shit you know it's like you, anyway it's the same thing and these women are fine for it but now it's like so what if one of those men became you know it's like oh now the object women. was to become equal not become one right i'm sorry so i, I mean know. like you said once you've hit a certain growth what probably 25 or whatever you're uh, you're a man natural by natural selection if you want to uh, change to a woman fine but the sport should be over with, man. You've already right. developed think, as a man. Exactly. I think, I just think you shouldn't be able to play in women's sports if you weren't born with a vagina. And like, maybe that seems insensitive to someone. And again, this is what JK Ryan was saying was basically like, and I think it all got started because someone said women with periods and she goes, Oh, you mean women? And then they were like, well, trans women don't have periods. And she was like, well, women like, you know, that was her, her like old joke or whatever. Um, but at some point I kind of feel like you didn't got to pretend like we we're saying trans women and trans like why can't just because you say that and you make a distinction all of a sudden now you're discriminating I guess or whatever's the idea but I'm like I don't know I make distinctions between people all the time I'm like I have two coworkers one older than the other it's just what I know like I just know that does that mean that's discriminating against the other person no it just means I know that information like I don't know I just think it's gone to a weird place and in general people can walk down their life do whatever they want but I do think when it's in a women's sports. And they're going to not exist in 20 years. That's weird. Let's take it, for instance, what was it, last year or the year before? We was on here talking about it. Uh, a young man who never could, even placed in like the top 10, top 15 in the state, switched over to woman, and he won the fucking state fucking finals. Yeah, I remember, remember that So, story. come on. I mean, if that doesn't tell you something, obviously he couldn't compete as a man. So... The fact that he won the women, that should tell you there's a huge fucking difference. Right. I mean, honestly, even if he could have competed, like either way, shouldn't have. I don't know. It's just weird. It's very weird. Also, something that I know will catch heat uh, a little bit from people and some people I think don't understand. It's going to take a lot to convince me. And I felt this since the Rachel Delos, whatever that woman was, a woman that was white, but she was part of the NAACP and everyone thought she was black. And then it came out like she's actually white. She just like does her yeah, hair a certain way and all yeah. that shit. Right. And even then, I was like, if someone could be transgendered and we're in a world in which we're totally fine with that, I do not understand how we're so against transracial. And like when someone says they're transracial, people get fucking pissed. They're like, that's wrong. And I'm like, so you can like, we're OK. And again, I am OK with a man or woman saying, hey, I was born the wrong gender and I filled this other one and I want to do surgeries and do it. I'm I'm more power to you. I think you should do that if you want to do it. But then for someone to say like. I've always felt Korean because that's the guy this month. that's the big headline. He got fucking eye surgery to make his eyes look Korean. He's a white dude, but fucking loves Korea. And uh, people are like, that's fucked up. But he said he's always felt Korean. I just don't see where that's different. I just don't. It's not. And I don't see how people get online and get all fucking upset. Or when someone says, hey, I've always felt like I'm black. And I'm going to go fucking dark in my eye. Like, I'm going to do. I just I'm not saying I would. I'm not saying no, I'm not going to judge Jackson, any. Don't it. Right. But I just think when. I just don't get how when it's race stuff on the internet, they're like, fuck that, fuck that. And it's like, but you think they could change their whole gender and you're totally fine with that. And I guess the argument is they're not changing it. They're getting to what they always were. But that's the argument on the transracial people side is like, I've always felt this, you know, or I didn't identify as that. And I just don't get how people can be on opposite sides of this thing. It just blows my mind, blows my mind. 
So anyway, just want to get that out there. Fucking craziness. <laughs> um, how mad should we be that rich people are going to space while there's people just starving and shit? And like, you know, we have all these issues, but yeah, like Jeff Bezos, um, the English guy, I uh, can't remember his name right now. They had Virgin Records and all that shit, whatever the fuck his name was. Um, you know, and Elon Musk, they're all just, they're doing space races with each other. Rich people. Now, it'll make a lot of jobs, so I'm sure, you know, in some way. And I think we do need to go to space and colonize other planets someday. I think that's probably like that or the human race will die. But I do think it's strange that like, you know how much money they're spending on that while people are just like, have nothing. I don't know. It, it, it's just weird when you think about they it. They have all that money to spend. They're going to tell you they earned it. Right, they earned it, and now they're going to do what they want. You know, they found gonna, a loophole in the system and got rich quick. So what the fucking happened? They didn't fucking earn shit. I mean, I'll give <laughs> Jeff Bezos credit. I, th- I mean, he started out of his garage in like 1993. He made Amazon to what it is. Now, I think this whole the governments or whoever letting him just not pay taxes. I uh, think everyone should have to pay crazy. taxes. There should it's be crazy. not a soul, not a business, not an entity, not a church, nothing. Everyone should have to pay fucking taxes. 100% across the board. Well, if I have to, they have to. That's where I'm at. Um, now, I, <laughs> when I think about it, I'm like, we have income tax on people making like less than 30000 a year, right? And you're like, that's nothing. But you're like, it, you, you get like a free pass to people making all this extra. I don't know. It's just so, it's crazy. Like, they'd rather get the pennies from the poor than just like tax rich people, whatever percent. Well, yeah, because it affects their pocket. They're not getting payouts then. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Um. It's all about how much money you put in a brown paper sack outside my house. Well, anyway, let's watch the space race and see what happens. I started thinking about it because the English dude, and I can't believe I can't think of his name right now. Um, he he la- scheduled his launch eight days before another, you know, Bezos's or whatever, just to be the first billionaire in space. And so it's just like, well, this is fun. This is it's fun. This is the world, the way the world's going. I ain't going to shed a tear if they blow up. I ain't. I know that's <laughs> fucking wrong, but I ain't going to because they're not going to shed a tear if I don't eat tomorrow. Right. So. Um, all right. Other random shit we have going on that's kind of bad news, but it's, we can go until it's getting it to. Uh, Rachel Nichols, ESPN thing. You seen any of that? So people that don't know, Rachel Nichols is like the head NBA lady at ESPN. She runs the jump and she's been a reporter, sideline reporter. Yeah. Yeah. She's done it forever. Um, but anyway, she got caught on a hot mic and the producer leaked it. So I mean also that producer should get fired and sued. If I was Rachel Nichols, I would sue the fuck out of whoever released that, even though she's the bad guy in this. So I'm yeah. just saying, I would. Um, where she basically says, I don't necessarily disagree, which is kind of again, I shouldn't say. Uh, she basically says ESPN, because they feel all the di- the pressure for diversity, are going to take her off the ESPN, f- the finals, and put on, uh, I don't remember the woman's name, this black sideline reporter who normally does the NFL. And she's like, if she does the NFL, she doesn't even do basketball. But because she's black, she's getting the job, more or less, than Rachel Nichols says, right? Which is a fucking horrible look for Rachel it Nichols. It's probably a true statement. But right. I mean, that's kind of like, if you look from the business side, I bet what she was saying was pretty accurate. But it... Yeah, it's a bad sentiment. Now, they end up putting a different black woman, I think, in that spot and not the other one. So, like, they've kind of tried to iron it out. And, you know, Rachel Nichols doesn't have anything to do with it. Jalen uh, Rose may not be back at ESP. You know, he was kind of throwing a fit over, you know, he's like their kind of, I don't want to say race warrior. That sounds bad. But, you know, he always takes up for, like, yeah. the black causes or whatever. And I love Jalen Rose. I hope he goes and signs with The Ringer because I listen to all their podcasts. And I would love him and Bill Simmons to be reunited because they're, like, basketball best friends. And 
So anyway, it's all been crazy at ESPN, you know, with the Rachel Nichols stuff. But I was like, well, that's interesting. We'll keep it on. Yeah, she's been one of their top reporters for years. Yeah, she's done the NFL and the NBA too, which I thought was kind of odd that she would hate on this other. She's an NFL, not NBA, and it's like you were too. Like there was a time when Rachel Nichols done the like you know NFL live shit in the morning. I thought maybe I'm wrong. Um, and then my favorite rapper, the people I say is my favorite rapper these days. Um, my actual favorite rapper is probably Lil Wayne, but Coda the Friend is this guy I like a lot. You know, I listen to all of his music. I'm a big fan. And about a week ago, I guess someone who used to be his girlfriend um, posted all this shit of how he uh, was like a sexual predator against her and all this shit. Right. And then this dude I'm friends with on Twitter who produced Coda the half of Coda the Friend's last album. And I've been very jealous of this. Um, he was like, had a show. It's like, I don't know how to feel. Quit asking me about it. I just heard this information, you know, and it kind of came like a little mini uh, news story on my Twitter, you know, and it made me feel weird, you know, because not many people I like get involved in these things. And like, I'm like, ride or die for Coda the Friend. I've been like, I tell everyone like, dude, this is my dude. And then this shit comes out and I'm like, Oh, and his music's so like sweet and nice. And like, it's just so opposite from what yeah. she's claiming. And then it also, and this is me probably being insensitive. It reads a lot like a girlfriend being like, and he had me trapped under his spell for years and like stuff like they dated for a long time. And then her being like, and he made me feel bad about this and this. And I know this is fucked up, but my mom raised me where our, we would watch Lifetime movies. And then if the woman didn't leave after she got hit once, she'd be like, she deserves it. Should have left. You know, like my mom just has that attitude. I don't know. My mom is a strong willed woman and she looks down, I guess on the weak women when she's watching Lifetime shows. So that sort of shit stuck with me. So when I hear someone like, and I was with them for years after years of them doing something, I get that you, there is this like Stockholm syndrome, this victim thing. Like I, I understand it. I guess I don't get it. You know, I haven't lived it, but I'm like, but why would you stay with them? Like if they were the worst person in the world, why are you with them for a year? Like, I don't get that part, you uh, know? Um, so anyway, yeah, those scenarios make no sense to me, dude. Us, you can't sit there and torture me and beat me and I free will to stay. You're fucking out of your goddamn mind. Right now. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I, to me, it sounds ignorant as fuck. Well, right. But you're, you're a large man. I mean, I think if you could imagine you've been in a scenario where you have no defense, you're small, weak compared to this person, I can't whatever. Imagine that. Okay. Right. Um, but as someone like I'm not small, I mean, I'm sorry than you, but like even a smallest girl could do something to you to make you not hit her. So he's around you 24 hours a day. <laughs> right. And you can't fucking leave that door. I'm just saying if someone pull a knife on me, I'm, I don't know. But then again, I'm not the type to ever hit someone, but I'm like, I don't know. You could do something to fucking run away. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've seen, I keep thinking that while we're talking about this, I've seen crazier stories where like, they really felt like they were. Well, these are girls probably grew up abandoned. watching Lifetime. All they know is getting strangled and beaten and cheated on. That's what Lifetime shows. And I don't. Rats, know, type I don't know why women watch these shows. Right, my it dad. Is everything you would hate out of a man. Right, very true. My mom watched all those when I was growing up, and I remember watching them on weeks I was grounded because I wasn't allowed to watch TV, but I could watch TV if she watched TV. So I'd just sit there and watch whenever she wanted to watch, and I would just fucking. I guess this works. Um, my dad always feels weird because my mom just watches the id channel now that investigation detective shows it's like and the woman killed her husband and like every episode of that my dad's like well shit do i need to be worried and like, it's, it's pretty funny oh <laughs> uh, that's funny it's pretty good um oh and then i have this thing about justin timberlake everyone's getting mad at justin timberlake for slut shaming britney spears back in the day you know because everyone loves britney spears again with this whole free britney movement and I, now I love Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. I love the remix featuring 50 Cent, personally. 
But I remember it was like Britney Spears cheated on Justin Timberlake and then he made a song about his heartbreak because she cheated. But everyone's trying to pitch it now. It's like he was slut shaming her. And I was like, well, if they were dating and she fucked someone or cheated or whatever. Like, I don't, that's not slut shaming. That's like you're mad because someone cheated on you. Yeah. I don't know. Just weird the way we're misremembering this shit. Or maybe I'm misremembering it. I don't know. Uh, there ain't no slut shaming there, man. All right. And I'm not one to slam a shut. Slam it. To shame a slut. <laughs> you know, I think they're very needed. Um, you know, more power to you. Uh, I just didn't, I don't remember that scenario that way. I remembered it was Justin Tickles, the good guy. She went crazy. Like, she went wild. I just don't know how you would deny a grown-ass woman access to her money and still leave it in a dad. That makes absolutely no fucking sense. She's well old enough to have... Well, it's not about age. It's about if she's... You know, like our cousin Shad, he doesn't have access to his own money. Or he didn't for a while. He might now. Um you know, a conservatorship can be filed, and then you do have to kind of go to your way to get off. Now, I think it's crazy that if she went back, they like denied it. That's where I think it's crazy. Like now that it's all come to light, and then people are like, "No, no, no," and you're like, "Well, well that's she'll crazy. get a different judge. Somebody will turn." Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's ridiculous. Now, but now watch the little thing on Hulu they have over it. We don't know some of the backs. Like maybe she does have something. Like, I don't know. Like maybe she does have schizophrenic tendencies, and she's been like, and they're just not telling us you know or because maybe the parents made up these stories so they could have the money could be i'm just saying like no one knows the full story all around i mean i know they have another daughter jamie lynn spears who was on nickelodeon or something and they don't have her under one she didn't make it near as big right but she still has some like i mean i don't know i just i would like to talk to the sister i guess i'd like to get her her take on it hey what do you think's going on here because uh i just think the other two I don't parties know, just like once you hit the like age consent no one should have control of your money Right. Unless you're like not all there in the head, if you can prove that, you know, right. Which is what they've tried to do. I mean, that's more or less the the thing. Um, Anyway, pretty crazy. They're afraid to lose their money. Also, I'm just gonna end on. I'm not a fan of the Dom family memes. They're not. They're like my least favorite meme fad that's taken over. The what? The Dom from Fast and the Furious memes about family. They just add him to everything about family. So like the last week or so, it's all I ever see. And I'm like, I get the joke because he says everything's about family and Fast and Furious, but I just don't like the Fast and Furious. I haven't liked them. The third one I thought was all right. And then after that, I just didn't care anymore. And um, I just get tired of seeing fucking Vin Diesel <coughs> everywhere. Not a fan. So now y'all know. All right, man, you got anything else? Fuck no, other than fucking air. somebody besides restaurant workers, they need to be responsible for their jobs they're supposed to do too. Mechanics, doctors, offices, politicians, uh, police officers—they should have a have to do their jobs like they're supposed to. That's all. Right. Yeah, it's some bullshit. It's like none of them are held to any standards. They just do whatever they want. Oh, well, well, I'm working on it. Three months later, they're still working on it. Come on, huh? You shouldn't be able to run a business like that. Yeah. Um. If you make enough money, you don't have to do your job. That seems to be. That's what I've been the learning the last couple of weeks. I mean, no one has to do their job outside of restaurant workers. That's what I've decided. No one yeah. has any expectations, standards. You don't like it, go somewhere else. Unless you're a restaurant, you have to replace that product, give their money back, and act a certain way, dress a certain way. Yeah, my my parents are building their store. Uh, they almost got it all done. They had to go through a couple different electricians and a couple different plumbers because someone would show up to start something. They'd be like, "Never mind, I don't need the money that bad." And they just want to show, and like call someone else to come out and do. It. Like it was crazy. When I tell me stories, I was like, "It's nuts." 
People don't want thousands of dollars. I like, know. <laughs> like, I mean, this is they not- don't want to work right now. It's ridiculous. It's, it's not like when we grew up. I well, mean, and it's it's opposite because there's a low there is the low wage stuff. People don't want to work for minimum wage. You know, I get that argument. I get that. But we're talking about like contractors. People getting paid lots of money, and they're like, "Nah, it's all good. I'm fine." You know, yeah, <laughs> they're there's they're not in a hurry to do it. They're gonna make their money no matter what. Somehow, I don't know how. Oh yeah, they can charge it and not even give you the accurate service. Right. That's the other thing. Yeah, that's one thing. Happened. My dad uh, wanted this one, uh, something to a different ground, right? So I could be shut the power off the one the whole building. This thing still had power. Mm-hmm. Like it was on a different thing. And the guy claimed he did it. And as soon as he left, my dad checked and he didn't. So he had to call someone to come fix it or whatever because that guy wouldn't answer his call and shit. And it was just like. It wouldn't have took he any knows more time. He didn't do right, it. right. No, no. And so, just uh, and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> pretty much. There should right. be like. Sounds yes. like our thirds here. So, right, gonna wrap it up. Peace. Right, peace. Makes beats.